It's MTCS Cougar Quarter. The Prentice also Heating and Air Coaches Quarter, fueled by Donut Country and McDonald's Murfreesboro on FM 101.9 and AM 1450 Murfreesboro, FM 100.5 Smyrna, and streaming at WGNSSports.com. The Coaches Show is brought to you by Stan Vaught for Rutherford County School Board Zone 2. That's Stan Vaught, Rutherford County School Board in Zone 2. The sun is shining. I'm Danny Brewer. It's exciting times right now. I'm with Dyron Birdwell, the head basketball coach at Oakland High School. Coach, how are we this morning? Hey, I'm good. How are you? Oh, well, I'm, I'm quite well. You know, like I said, we got some sunshine. It's, oh, yeah. It's uh, getting toward the end of February. It's, it's uh, exciting times in the high school basketball world. Yeah, for sure. For sure. With us, you know, I, I tell my kids, this is kind of like the first round of the NCAA tournament. You know, there's 64 teams left in 4A, and... You know, they'll wake up tomorrow and they'll be half of that, you know. So, so just, yeah, definitely exciting times and, and looking forward to, to competing and trying to give herself a chance to win. So, I know you're at Laverne tonight uh, in, in the uh, first round of the region, but let's talk about how you got there, the Rockvale game, uh, the comeback in the Rockvale game. Let's talk a little bit about that. That was kind of an ebb and flow game. It looked like Rockvale was in control. The next thing you know, bam, there's the Oakland Patriots. Yeah, uh, I thought we kind of started our run with a couple offensive rebounds. I know Isaiah Verge, I think, got one. Yashai Cobb got one and, you know, got a couple putbacks, and then, you know, you make a shot and you look up and you're only down you know two or three and then you know we make a make a play to get up one and get a stop and then you know we we miss a shot and they come down and hit a three and uh you know then bronson makes a great you know and one there at the end of it with about a minute to go whether he's driving left it spins back and you know gets a and one and puts us back up one and then you know again shout out to isaiah verge for uh for making the big time free throws there at the end of the game, you know, to keep us up three were, you know, you not that you feel good, but you feel a little better than being up one or two at that point. Um but yeah, credit credit to credit to the guys. I thought we played well and never really uh gave up. You know, there's been times this year where we've got down by eight or ten and it's felt like we, we just couldn't score enough to get over the hump. But against Rockville we we made the plays to to win the game and, and you know, I like I told you know, my staff, you know, credit to Rockville. I thought they played well. You know, went 11 of 18 from three. I'll probably, you know, coach the rest of my career and never win a game when the other team makes 11 threes, especially 11 of 18. But thought we played well and, and, and you know, gave ourselves a chance. And hopefully that'll, you know, roll over a week later. <laughs> well, you hope so. And, and that you kind of touched on the thing that I want to talk about next, staying the course. You guys stayed the course in that game and you're right it was easy because you were down eight or ten points there a couple of different times in that game but you stayed the course proud of those kids yeah for sure you know i, I thought we we had to defend better um and, and you know we finally did uh not that it was perfect by any stretch but we made the timely stops i guess and and like you said credit to the kids for for not you know freaking out or you know my big thing that i try to tell them all when we get down is hey there's no eight point shot or no 10 point shot and you know you can't do it all by yourself we've got to have different guys step up and make plays when it matters and you know again against rockville i thought we did and i thought we've you know slowly you know getting getting a little healthier you know with chase coming back these last three or four weeks and then um 
starting to kind of find our groove of, of who we are and, and what we are and how we how we've got to win games and I thought we thought we did that against Rockville I didn't think we did that the night before against Siegel but of course that's credit to Siegel but um, you know yeah we've we've played a little better over these last you know eight games I guess and hoping to continue to do so tonight and hopefully moving forward so you this is a very very good point there's no eight point shot understanding one possession at a time mm-hmm. yeah for sure you know you got to get got to get stops if you want to make a comeback you know and uh, uh we're we're a big transition team like most teams are but you know if you're having to take the ball out of the net every time down it's gonna be hard to play very fast and uh you know it, you've got to get stops you know two or three stops in a row we really harp on and and when you do that, you get out in transition and you make it a little easier on yourself for not having to go up against a set defense every time. And and then, you know, you can make the plays to win a game. But when you get down, you know, you've got you've to gotta really lock in because it's easy to, you know, start pointing fingers or it's easy to think, well, I've got to go get mine now or I've got to go score and get us back in the game. And, and you know, we've done that some, especially earlier in the year, but I thought, you know, here over the last few weeks, you know, starting with the comeback win against Blackman and then especially against Rockville in the consolation game that we're starting to starting to understand that a little bit more. Coach, you know, you're named after Dyron Nix. We've talked about this before. We've talked about your Dyron Nix on this team, your go-to <laughs> scorer. Isaiah Burge, you know, he had 21 in that Rockville game. The couple free throws were huge. You're right about that. But he didn't really even – I don't know if he even took a shot in the third quarter because uh, of whatever reasons. But talk about that kid, what he's been to the program, and the fact that he could stay in the game mentally even though things weren't going his way in the third quarter and had a huge fourth quarter. Yeah, um, you know, we – Credit to him, you know. I, I've I've challenged Verge a few times this year because we've just had to have him, you know. And he went from you know b- barely getting in as a junior to having to be our go-to guy with you know graduation and kids leaving and injuries and everything. And uh, we need him to play well for us to have a chance to win. You know, it's you know I brought up the Seagull game against Seagull. I think he had four points, you know, and and didn't really impact the game. And you know we told him against Rockville for us to win the game, he's got to have an impact. And, you know, he came back and had twenty-one and thirteen. Uh, but you know, Verge is a is an inside-out guy. He's an inside-out scorer. He could score in the post. He could score for three. Um, sees the floor well. He's a pitcher, so he kind of sees the game, you know, from that lens as far as a baseball guy. But um, you know, I. I've been really proud of him this year. I, I thought that, you know, he's he's played really well. I don't know if we, you know, replayed this season if he would if he would play and be as big of an impact as he has been um, because of, you know, his work ethic in season and what he's done to to give us a chance and give our give his team a chance to win. And you know, he's just one he's our he's our I guess second leading scorer on the year, but he's one of our guys that for us to have a chance to win against Laverne tonight, he's one of a few that are going to have to play pretty well. So let's talk about another kid you mentioned uh, earlier, Chase Bandy, who's come back. He had four threes in the Rockville game. Talk about that kid and the spark that he because he kind of ignited the comeback with his threes. Yeah, um, you know Chase, we we need a shooter. Just to be honest with you, we hadn't been shooting the ball very well, and and when Chase has came back, he's definitely gave us that spark. Uh, you know, at first off the bench, and then we've kind of started him the last few games. Uh, you know, I, I talked about in, in, an, in an article in the newspaper. It, it's just it's funny how 
quickly he's gelled with our team. And part of that is he's a natural leader. Part of that is how hard he plays. And part of that's he's played well, you know, and it's easy to follow somebody when you, when you do those things and, and the kids respect you and respect your work ethic. It's a lot harder to lead if the kids, you know, see you goofing off or not, not taking things as serious. Uh, but Chase doesn't do that. You know, Chase comes in every, every practice is he's excited. He's excited to play. Um, that was why I hated it so much when he got hurt there at the end of the football season because I knew how much he meant to our team. Um, and, and, you know, he's he's definitely gave us a spark here. And, and, you know, he's been averaging right around double figures. And, again, he's one that, you know, to bring up those two, the, the difference in the Seagull game and the Rockville game was they combined for, you know, 34 against Rockville or 35. I can't remember how many uh, – Chase had 14, maybe. 14, yeah. Yeah, so yeah, they combined exactly. for 35, and then against uh, against Siegel, they combined for four. So, you know, I, we we may not need 35, but we definitely can't have four either. So uh, that, those two are, are two of our, our important guys tonight, and hopefully, you know, we'll put, put, put them in positions to be successful and, and find a way to, to come out on top tonight. You got to get your horses out of the gate. We're going to talk about horse racing here for a minute. Rebel Stakes Day today. I've touched on it in the last segment. There's a horse running today for out of the Ron Moquette Barn. Rafael Bejarano rides. He's 15 to 1 on the morning line. Time for Truth. That's his name. It's the time for truth now tonight, Coach Wright. Win or go home. Yeah, exactly right. And, you know, it's it's not going to be easy. Laverne, Coach Rutland does a really good job. They've got, you know, really good players, speed, athleticism at the guard, you know, uh, two kids that really shoot it well. Um, you know, they, they've got, you know, the big kid inside. Uh, and then they've got some other role guys, you know, man, you know, w- watching tape, you could just tell, and, you know, his name escapes me right now, but Zero, man, he just does everything that they need as a, as a as a role guy. He rebounds a mess out of it. He'll defend your best player. He, he's going to pressure the ball and press. And, you know, they've got they've got a really good team. You know, there's a reason they won 20 games, finished second in that league. And, you know, they're up nine to nothing on Cookville the other night. And then, you know, it just kind of got away from them. But they're a very, very capable team, a quality team. And we'll have to play well tonight and hoping that, you know, we can slow them down a little bit and, and, and find a way to, to make it a four-quarter game and give ourselves a chance there at the end. Coach, you know, you've done some really good things here in a short time at Oakland. Talk about basketball at what's now a football school, but has been a basketball school too because, I mean, when you think about the Oakland tradition in boys basketball, I mean, they've had some fantastic teams. So do do your kids understand the tradition of Oakland High School? Um, I I try to talk to them a little bit about it. I don't know if they understand it all because, you know, this generation is all about the present and what's going on right now. Um, you know, like we were talking college basketball earlier, you know, they, they may not know how good UCLA used to be or, you know, uh, some of those other, you know, powerhouses, Louisville's, et cetera. But, uh, you know, for us tonight, you know, they, they understand, we talk to them, they understand the expectation and our expectation as a culture and what we've got to do to, to, to keep it going. And, and hopefully, you know, we've made it to the region tournament the last two years in this exact game and had a lead in the fourth quarter and just not been able to, to, to finish it out. But we're hoping, you know, maybe to change that tonight. And, and if not tonight, moving forward, um, you know, in the future, very near future. Well, there's a certain level of presence when you have Oakland on the front of your chest. There's exactly no doubt about right. that. 
Dyron Birdwell doing a fantastic job over there at Oakland. If you want to see a really good basketball game, I got a feeling because of the matchup is fantastic. Go down there to Laverne, see the the Patriots take on the Wolverines first round of the region. Coach Birdwell, we appreciate your time. Certainly wish you the best of luck. I appreciate it. Thank you all. The Coach's Show is brought to you by Tennessee Orthopedic Alliance, TOA, the largest and most comprehensive orthopedic surgery group in Middle Tennessee. Find out more at TOA.com. Hello, this is Coy Young at Last Cassis Feed Supply. 